Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1435 of EO Fire, where I interview today's most successful entrepreneurs a seven days a week. And allow me to introduce today's featured guest, Chase Jarvis. Chase, are you prepared to ignite? <laughs> I'm prepared to uh, to light it on fire. <laughs> Chase is an award-winning photographer and the founder and CEO of Creative Live, an online education platform with more than 1,000 teachers, of which I'm one of, 1,500 classes, and 2 billion minutes consumed. He shot campaigns for Apple, Samsung, Nike, and Red Bull, and he lives in Seattle and San Fran, where he oversees Creative Live, the world's largest live streaming education platform. Chase, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. Uh, well, I think you pretty you, you hit on the highlights of the professional stuff. Um, personally, my background is as a creator. Um, I, I was a creator at a very young age and didn't know what that was to, to be that or didn't know how to call myself or identify that. I spent a lot of my youth being really active in sports. I went to college on a soccer scholarship where I was essentially repressing my creative side. Um, (laughs) And then that came out as a sort of a young adult. I started uh, pursuing my passions as a photographer and a director. And that parlayed into some of the career things that you just hit on. Uh, I split time between um, Seattle and San Francisco, disproportionately in San Francisco right now. Uh, I have an amazing wife who has been um, my partner in life for 20 years now and my partner in business for almost the same amount of time. She was um, very critical for my career as a as a uh, photographer and a director. She ran, ran the business side. Uh, she's, she's incredible and helped re- really influential in the early days of Creative Live. Now I'm focused a lot on Creative Live. I still... Um, I find as much or more value instead of just creating in helping others create as well. And instead of the, the ad, I guess the analogy is instead of giving people a fish, if, if the gift of my creativity would be a fish, instead of giving them a fish, I also want to help them understand how to fish for themselves to you know leave a, lead a career and a life that aligns with their dreams and hopes and passions. Uh, and yeah, I consider myself a, uh, hardworking, <laughs> affable guy who likes to go with the flow. There's, there's plenty of stubborn little bits in there that will come out. And I'm sure in your uh, Entrepreneur on Fire interview here, but ultimately very happy and um, excited about adding value to the world, specifically around creativity and the future of it. Affable is a word, Fire Nation. I will say I got to hang out with Chase in person a few times and uh, not too long ago. Well, actually, now that we look at it, it was a little while ago, a couple years ago. The time flies. (laughs) In his San Fran office. And guys, their studios. I mean, everything that Creative Live does is just first class. I mean, we went down there, took the tour. We had a full walkthrough day before we went. And then we got on stage the next day and everything was just like through the roof as far as quality. I mean, Alex Bloomberg was there and now I'm actually an investor with Gimlet because of that meeting. So things came out of that chase, which was really cool. So there's a lot of fun things happen when you put creative minds together. And Chase, EO Fire, we're really focused on the journey of the entrepreneur. I mean, you're an entrepreneur on fire, literally. Like, let's talk about your revenue first and foremost. Like, what ways do you generate money in your businesses today? I have several businesses, but I'd say 99% of my focus and what I really want to concentrate on, I want to be sort of 
want to be known for in this particular moment is really the focus on Creative Live. So if we can focus on that, the 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 business model behind Creative Live is really simple. Um, it's a freemium model, and what that means is that we we allow anyone in the world to come participate in the learning platform here. And a couple of key differences are we, we have the world's top experts, not just anyone who's good. We have Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, Grammy Award winners, um, this, like really the best and the best, you know, some of the best entrepreneurs of our time, people like Richard Branson, Mark Cuban, Tim Ferriss on the platform. And, and we give the world access to that content for free 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, but that's on a schedule that we promote. So if you know we're showing certain things at certain times, if you want to control what you watch or you want to watch something over and over on your own schedule, then you have to buy access to it. So um, it's yeah, that freemium model is the only education model uh, on the internet that really provides that open access and yet has a very sustainable, powerful business model behind it. So that's where our revenues come from. A certain percentage of people they want to own the class, watch it at their own time. Um, and, and that's where we, where we make the bucks. Yeah. Sustainable and powerful are two words I would use. I mean, it just seems to work for everybody. I mean, again, like you have these great studios, you bring in top notch presenters. I mean, you name the people. I mean, I know that to this day, still two years later, I'm getting these big checks from creative live (laughs) from my course, you know, that I did two years ago that, you know, it took me a day to have a blast in San Francisco. So it works for everybody. Fire Nation. It works for creative live. It works for people like me to take time out and create a full day of of a presentation or multiple days, whatever it might be. So it's really cool what Chase has created here. We're going to kind of dive more into that. But first and foremost, Chase, one of the things that we really focus on with an entrepreneur on fire is not just the good, which we've been talking about so far, but we talk, we talk about the bad. We talk about the Ooh. struggles. <laughs> How long do you got? I There's know, so right? Take me to your worst struggle, though. I want to hear your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Ooh. Um, of course, you know, you mentioned earlier the thing that I'm building. I want to first say that there's more than a hundred people that go to work at Creative Live every day. So it is a team effort. We're all in this together. And without, you know, the world class content and the creators that we bring on the platform, we'd be nothing. So I want to acknowledge that for, for, for sure. But I think part of what made uh, a lot of Creative Live possible was some earlier uh, and one particular massive failure on my part. Um, and it, you know, as many things do, they sort of pave a way for what's to come. You apply that learning. And the learning for me was um, around uh, an app that I created in 2009 called Best Camera. And Best Camera was the first photo app to uh, allow you to take pictures, add cool effects, and share it to social so yes, it was long before Instagram and Path and all those things, and and it basically, um, it, it was a key um, lever in kicking off the global photo sharing craze that we all know so well. And it's very hard to to go. Wait a minute, there was a time when the when we weren't sharing a trillion images, uh, you know, every quarter. <laughs> and the reality is, yeah, and it wasn't all that long ago. So um, the short backstory is that my my career as a photographer and a director, I. I was having, you know, carrying phones around with me all the time. And when they first started to have a camera, this is actually pre-iPhone, I started taking pictures. And remember at this time, I'm at the peak of the photography industry, traveling to say New Zealand for a month with 60 people to take five pictures, huge budgets, you know, for, for the Nikes and the stuff, some of the names that you dropped earlier. And yet I was deriving a huge amount, maybe more joy from 
taking pictures with my then half a megapixel phone. But the problem was it was very early in the internet. The, the social networks were just getting started and there was no way to really share that work. So I was going through many leaps and problems and hoops to, in order to try and share these photographs that I was taking on my crappy little, remember I have access to hundreds of thousands of dollar cameras, but <laughs> I'm, you know, this like $400, uh, phone is, well, I, I the iPhone first came out and I started, you know, trying to share that. And ultimately I ended up neat scratching my own itch. I created that, that, um, iPhone app called best camera, which went to number one in the app store. We launched, you know, we developed it through, through 2008 and nine and launched it in the fall of 2009. It went to number one in the app store. It was app of the year. Um, Phil Schiller, who's the marketing guru at Apple stood on stage and said it was his favorite Apple with CNN and fa- or his favorite app with CNN and Facebook. And so needless to say, that was also back when apps were, uh, you paid for them. They were, they were three bucks. So it did, did well on that, but it's not the Instagram of today. And short story long, I, I got in a, a legal um, snafu mm-hmm. with my developer um, around what the, you know, we had a contract that said that um, he needed to, his is a shop, needed to develop in 12 different iterations over the course of the next year. And it was a revenue split. And at some point when, when they were paid back for the work that they'd sunk, the revenue split would flip. And ultimately we thought it was going to take about a year to pay them back. Well, the app was so successful. We had them paid back in six days. So yeah. And, and you know, that sounds amazing, but the challenge is that, that, that demotivated their desire to do ongoing work despite the contracts we had in place. Um, Ultimately it was, you know, by every every measure it was in, insanely successful um but it, it this legal bind created a paradigm for me where i was stuck because i knew that these were going to be billion dollar multi-billion dollar companies and when you have the amount of head start that we have um i ultimately was paralyzed paralyzed with choice i could have sold it to publicly traded companies um i could have fought this in a legal battle and won and then be you know continued rapidly developing the next versions which you know were way way ahead of of instagram and anything else of that kind and so when instagram sold for a billion and billion bucks let's just say my phone rang a lot <laughs> um, but it was massive i mean it's like it's literally a you know a billion dollar mistake and and there were so many conflicts in me personally like I, I decided not to sell it to these publicly traded companies because I had really spent my whole life trying to wrap my identity around being an artist and an entrepreneur or an artist. And then at that point, the art, the concept of an entrepreneur was still fuzzy. Like, is that a business guy that like just right. is all about the money? And so I was conflicted and, you know, that conflict ultimately, you know, sidelined me from, certainly a hundred million, maybe hundreds of million and on the upper end, you know, literally billions. So painful, painful lesson. But, uh, uh, as we will get to, I'm sure a little bit later, I was able to put that knowledge and that experience to good use, which is really what being an entrepreneur is all about. That's a gripping story, and it's something that you can definitely say, "Wow! Like, what if I had turned that into a hundred billion, you know, a hundred million, a billion dollar company?" But like, what would that have potentially turned you into? I mean, you know, you know who you are. I mean, are you the type of person that would have, you know, taken that, moved to Bali, and just spent the rest of your days on your beach, not creating anything, or would you have tried to leverage that into something amazing? Well, what happened was you created something amazing, which is now impacting the world, literally, I mean, 2 billion minutes consumed. I mean, you're employing 100 people. I mean, you're impacting, you know, so many people around the world through this. So, 
you know, when you look at these things, Fire Nation, you can just kind of shake your head and be like, oh, what if? You can just say, well, well, what happened as a result? And I know that's what we're going to be moving into, Chase, which is going to be really inspiring. But to just stay here for one more second, sure. what's one sentence that you just want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from your story? If you could just sum that up. What you look at right now as a failure will be a key tool in your toolbox going forward. Ugh. Love that. So let's now move forward into one of your greatest aha moments. I mean, of course, that app was a great aha moment. You've had a ton, but what's one that you want to share with Fire Nation today? That's a story that you think is going to resonate with our listeners. Um, I guess in line with that learn from your mistakes comment is is sort is what I did with that, or I chose to do with that, um, or those, those experiences around best camera. And I wish I could say that it was this, I inherently was aware that all of those lessons were going to pay, play directly into my next um, adventure. But the reality was there actually was an aha moment and I can, you know, I remember it super well. I was at my studio very, very late, like two, three in the morning. Um, and I was on the backside of the front. I was still in the frustration around best camera because that took probably you know almost two years to play out um and it was fairly early in that gap uh, maybe six months after launch and it was when we were developing the idea for creative live and it was an aha moment where wait a minute all this stuff that's going so wrong right now is like what like what is this supposed to tell me and then I thought of all the paradigms and the people I'd met through the best camera experience. These were the publicly traded, you know, the M&A people from big public companies, the venture capitalists that came out of the root woodwork when I had a, you know, uh, the app of the year. And, and it was, wait a minute, this, this creative live, the concept that, that we're building right now, it has the opportunity to be so much bigger than anything that I'm thinking about right now, if I can think about how to leverage those lessons, what are those lessons? Well, gosh, I never had, I didn't bring any venture in. I didn't bring any partners. I had a, you know, cap table of one person on it with my, with my uh, photo app. And well, what would that be like if I had a, you know, a, a, a partner and some peers and, and other smart people? What if it didn't have my name on the door? What if, you know, we brought in venture and had venture partners and advisors and, I'm pretty sure this online education thing, I think there's going to be something there. I'm pretty sure that creativity, the the value and perception of what it means to be a, a creative thinker and an entrepreneur, that's, you know, it's at an all-time high and rising. And I'm pretty sure that the future of work looks a lot different than it looks now. And gosh, maybe Creative Live can be all of those things. And lo and behold, kapow, like that's, that's exactly what I'm staring at right now. And, uh, it was an aha moment and I've worked very hard to manufacture that aha moment into the, into creative live, um, along with the hundred or so folks that go to work here every day. So, yeah, I mean, if there's one thing that's just a consistent theme when people talk about chase is of course the word affable that we talked about earlier, but it's hard worker. I mean, this is a guy that puts his nose to the grindstone and he just gets stuff done. So just like you kind of did chase for your worst moments, like you summed it up nicely. <laughs> what do you want to make sure our listeners get? I believe that in every person, uh, the answers to our biggest questions are inside us. And I call that intuition. You can call it whatever you want, but there's so many competing factors for your attention 
if you focus first and foremost on your instincts, you will always work out. It'll always, it'll always work out. Even if you get, you know, sidelined along the way, that intuition is there for a reason and following it is very, very powerful. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? <laughs> you just cited it as a strength that totally <laughs> brickheaded, stubborn will work through, will work through anything. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, the irony is like, I'm on a sleep kick right now. Yes. I'm, I'm, I love sleep. Ariana has just, she beat it into my brain with her new book and yeah. she was on my show. Um, I spent, you know, years and years wearing my lack of the need or my ability not to sleep on my shoulder, like a, like a badge of honor and ultimately realized that I was kneecapping my, myself in some way, shape or form. So, um, it, you know, I think that's not uncommon that your your biggest strength and all is can also be a, a real weakness. And sort of my stubbornness, my ability to just grind is um, sometimes I I do so at my own detriment and without looking up. And I can you know be a degree off, but work for ten days straight with my head down and realize that instead of a degree off or five feet off, I'm now five miles off where I should be. So. If you could just get detailed for a second about one thing that you're fired up about and, you know, not go broad, but just go really niche, what would that one thing be? My life's work around creativity is now for the first time, I think, at scale being celebrated and valued. And it only looks to be growing in value. The ability to think critically and creatively, words like innovation, um, I'm so pumped. It could it could have been the other way around. Like as as bots get more prevalent, you know, the flip side of that same coin, the ability to be an independent, critical, uh, you know, thinker with a unique spin is 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 a very very high priced item. And it could have been that my life's work for the last six or seven years would have gone to something that was going to just get smashed to pieces. But I'm incredibly grateful and psyched. Um, fired up to use your use the name of the right. podcast in the sentence um, as it's just it's it's awesome for me to to just and I feel very very lucky and fortunate that it's turned out that way but that my life's work is finally sort of getting its day in the sun and it looks only to be you know continuing to grow and be seen as more and more valuable as words like innovation and and you know, stuff become actually get their fair share of the, the mind share of a culture now. So. Well, Chase is fired up. I'm fired up and fire <laughs> nation. I hope you're fired up for the lightning round. So don't you oh, go God. anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Education, such an integral part of our journey, yet so lacking. When I was younger, I didn't know much about entrepreneurship and innovation. It wasn't until I started educating myself through listening to podcasts that I realized there are so many individuals out there doing huge things. And for me, this was incredibly inspiring. Maybe you're inspired to do something huge too, but where do you begin if you want to start your business or even innovate within an existing business? It begins with education. And right now, Concordia University, Wisconsin, is offering an MBA in innovation and entrepreneurship to help you, Fire Nation, get started. You'll not only have the opportunity to complete the program in under two years, but it's 100% online and specifically designed for busy professionals. Plus, every student gets a dedicated success advisor who will be there to help support you on your journey. Visit 
onlineinfo.cuw.edu slash fire to learn more. If you decide to apply, enter coupon code FIRE and Concordia University, Wisconsin will waive your application fee. Fire Nation, I am asked daily about my morning routine. The first action I take each morning Hydrates. We spend eight hours getting dehydrated, and it is critical that we hydrate early and often. Sadly, I never liked pounding plain water. It was always a chore. Now I look forward to it. What changed, you might ask? Organifi. Organifi is a superfood powder that I mix in a glass of water, and in seconds, I've got a green drink that supercharges my body. Man, does it taste good. Ready to join me, Fire Nation? Simply visit Organifi.com and enter promo code FIRE to get 20% off your 30-day supply of Organifi. Plus, Organifi is going to ship you your own Freedom Journal as a bonus. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, promo code FIRE. Chase, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am prepared. I don't know what to expect. I'm prepared to be unprepared. I'm, I just I just bent my knees a little bit. If you could see me, I'm standing here in my studio with my knees bent. No one, no one, no one is looking to me. I'm, I'm solo in this room here, but I'm ready. Ninja position. I love that visual. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think the, the social construct of what an entrepreneur stood for. Go back to my earlier concept of reconciling my identity. I worked so hard to escape being a jock. I was a, an artist. I've always been an artist, but I was trapped in a jock's body and went to college on a soccer scholarship, but knew I had this creative soul. And as you work so hard to define that, and then the idea of entrepreneur, like to, to be able to sell my app for tens or you know $100 million and being actually staring that option in the face and think of changing who you were labeled as, like being an artist, because artists don't do that. Artists don't make $100 million, or artists don't, aren't rewarded for their work in our culture. So reconciling, reconciling with that was a huge, a huge hurdle for me identifying as an entrepreneur. And then I just, for some reason, all you mentioned aha moments. It was like, wait a minute. What would Andy Warhol be doing? Absolutely, he would be taking advantage of this. And artists, in fact, do the same thing. And in the future, artists and entrepreneur will be indistinguishable. What's the best advice you've ever received? Mitigate the downside. What can you do to protect the downside and still take huge risks? That was advice from Richard Branson, who is an investor in Creative Life. Yeah, and I love like one of his mitigations was, he was just like, hey, I'm just going to rent these airplanes, and if it doesn't work, I'm just going to give them back to Boeing. Like That was a huge mitigation, but then it worked, and so yeah. we kept them. Yeah. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Personal um, I'm a big habit guy. I think that I love this question. Um, my, a big one. I would say meditation. Uh, I've been meditating for several years, and it feels trendy <laughs> right now to yeah, say that. But, but um, I, I employ transcendental meditation, and I think Ooh, it's TM. been huge. Yeah, TM. It's been huge for me to be able to to uh, just clarity of thought is it's on, on a different level for me personally. So, can you share an internet resource with our listeners? Uh, I'll, I'm going to say Snapchat. 
And the reason I'm going to say Snapchat is because most people don't think of it as a tool. I actually think of it as a really powerful storytelling tool to build personal narrative, to build personal connection. Um, and it's the most lightweight creative uh, outlet that I think exists on the phone. And to be able to shoot video, write words, type words, share little stories and still photos all in one little package is very powerful. So it is a tool for me. I use it as a tool as a creator. Um, I'll go with that one unless you reject that. No, no, I love it. I'm obsessed with Snapchat. I use it every single day. Uh, I'm going to start following you on Snapchat. What's your Snap Please. handle? I'm Chase Jarvis. Actually, on everything, I'm Chase Jarvis. And oh, specifically, I do spend a... I, 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 I really really like snapchat so Killer. i would love to see, i'd love to see some of your listeners there and you as well what's your handle huh johnny dumas all right just that. like you i'm johnny dumas on everything so lucky all us right. <laughs> I will, i'll see you on the platform a little later killer chase if you could recommend one book for our listeners what would it be and why the war of art stephen pressfield so good i've read every one of his books like even his fiction books are amazing Really? I have not read his fiction. Oh, there's some of the best ones. Like there's this one on Alexander the Great that follows his campaign. It's mind blowing how good it is. Like I might have just ruined your next three days. Like you won't be able to stop reading it. <laughs> All right, Chase, you're a creative. So uh, I came up with a creative question for you. All right. Bring Imagine it. you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge that you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is this laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> Where, how did you come up with this? I, I you're love creative, it. man. I love it. I love it. All right. So I think first and foremost is I'm... I'm uh, I like to connect. I guess the definition of creativity, right, is to connect two things that weren't likely to have been connected prior to your thinking about them. So I would want to, to, to become really aware of my, of the, where I was in the world and the people that I was around. Um, so I'm more of a, like, talk to the man on the ground, talk to the woman next to me, talk to the, you know, who, who's immediately, where the hell am I? And, and I use that to get my bearings. I would then probably juxtapose all the information that I had with my, the people that were around me because you've said it's, it's, it's identical to earth, identical. but are the, are the, like when you say earth, do you mean like the dirt in the buildings? <laughs> Cause what I if mean, it's in the future? Snapchat's you know I mean? there. Is everything. <laughs> yeah. Snapchat's um, there. I think I'm not very practical. I, I, I think a lot of people would run after clothing or food or whatever. Well, no, your food I'm, and shelter is taken care of. Oh, okay, cool. Clothing included. I, I'm, I'm much more of uh, an idealist. I would, I would try and figure out what, what has happened to me and what I can make of this, um, this weird thing that's happened to me. The fact that I, I, um, <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm the, a new kid on the block. Like what, what is You're this? You're to be that naked do? guy walking around asking yeah, people questions. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I wish I had an, a more interesting answer, but I'm trying to like, what would I really do? I, right. I'm, I'm sort of a, a gather and I would try and connect, I'd gather for a while. I think, Maybe the, the the lesson we can extract from here is I believe in two modes of operating. There's the experience and the sort of the gathering of experiences and information and data and um and then there's the the synthesis. And 
you can't do both of those things at the same time. I mean, you're doing it all the time in real time, but on a very low level. I think the biggest thinking requires a bunch of input and then sort of this processing. And, you know, think about like days and there's so many cycles in the world, the seasons, the day and the night, you know, periods of productivity and lack of productivity, you know, fitness elements of health and wellness and then illness. And so very sort of cyclical in nature. And I think, you know, that's really what I'm looking at. I would gather a bunch of information and then try and figure out, well, what can I do with this newfound um, freedom and this 500 bucks? Chase, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was great. Now, let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect with me, uh, you know, I said earlier in, in the show, is really focus on creative love. I believe it is the world's greatest resource to learn about creativity and entrepreneurship. We have, you know, 10 million students. We reach every country on the planet every month. Um, you know, folks like Mark Cuban, Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington, um, Jared Leto, the, the, you know, some of the literally the top creators in the world go there, like yourself. I was just going to say, I'm waiting for Johnny Dumas. Johnny Dumas. <laughs> and, the fact that you can go there and learn for free to me that that is um, what I would ask your your audience to check out. And again, I, I don't uh, I don't want to be a silly guy, but this really isn't. This is a cellular conviction that I think it's an amazing resource. There's more than ten thousand hours of content from the world's you know best teachers and thinkers. And as a little gift, I um, I, I set up a special. Um, a code, a special uh, landing page and code for fire listeners here. So um, if you go to creativelive.com slash fire and I just, there's a little welcome message there and I, I made some recommendations on some classes from folks that, you know, that would know you and your audience um, would, there'd be a lot of symbiosis there. And, uh, and then if on checkout, or if you decide to see something that, you know, you, you can always watch a lot of that stuff for free. But if you, if you want to own something to watch on your own time and you check out with the code chaser, which is like my name with an R, um, you'll get 25% off. So, and the, the average price point is about a hundred bucks or 75 bucks. So, um, I hope that it, that's interesting for, for your listeners. It definitely will be. And Fire Nation, you know this. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with CJ and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And of course, you can head over to eofire.com. If you just type Chase in the search bar, his whole show notes page will come up with all the links that we've been talking about all day long. And again, go directly to creativelive.com slash fire just because it's awesome and you want to check it out. My course is there. So many other great courses are there. When you're checking out, use Chaser. That's going to get you 25% off. And by the way, Chase, it looks like your podcast sucks. I mean, your first six episodes, you have Mark Cuban, Seth Godin, Marie Forleo, Tim Ferriss, Ariana Huffington. I've never heard of these people. So um, you should start getting some people who others might recognize on your show. That might be a little helpful. But guys, check out the Chase Jarvis live show. I'm a subscriber. It's killer. And apparently, I'm now going to be watching Chase's Snapchats every day because I'm going to be obsessed with that. So all of these things are happening in my world. I love it. And Chase, I want to say thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Love the show. Hey, Fire Nation. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Chase. I mean, what an inspiring guy. And speaking of Snapchat, 
you should check him out. But of course, don't forget about my Snapchat. It's the only direct mentoring that I do. If you want to check me out, just go to eofire.com slash snap or just enter my name, Johnny Dumas, and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.